Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living many years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I have learned and to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak. Your mind, they lost the Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I am your host, Ross Lepola. I'm excited again to be here. I'm excited that you're here. I thank you for being here and tuning into another episode. Uh, today's episode, we're going to jam about on the fear of failure and what is the idea behind fear of failure, what it can look like, and some ways that we can overcome that fear. Before I get into that, though, I wanted to start doing something just a little bit different here on these solo episodes. I want to start giving some shout outs and some listener appreciation on these. Getting reviews is super helpful in bumping the show up on the on the charts, so to speak, which helps get it in front of more people. And then that just brings more of us together to elevate our consciousness, to heal, to empower ourselves, to live a more extraordinary life, to learn how to create the life experiences that really excite us and that we really want. And so doing that together, reaching more people together is going to be really beneficial and really helpful and really powerful. So thank you for leaving reviews. Please, if you haven't done one, I would appreciate it if you went and did that. And uh, thank you in advance. Today's review is, this is a great podcast that helps you live a more fulfilling life. Project Unchained presents the listener with stories and perspectives that lead to positive thinking and self-belief. That's coming at me from uh, my friend Ed Benelli. Thank you very much, Ed. I appreciate your support. I appreciate the work we do together, and I appreciate you and all that you are. Now let's talk about fear a little bit. Fear is a pretty broad subject, and there's a whole lot of different ways and rabbit holes that we could talk about fear. So more specifically today, let's talk about the fear of failure. It's, it's not uncommon for us to, to fear failure. And the thing about it is it's really unproductive in terms of us creating the experiences that we want and doing things in our life that, that we want. And that can really add a lot of joy and fulfillment. So that fear of failure causes us to like freeze and we lack action in those moments. And when we lack action in those moments, we're not going to be as creatively involved in our life experiences. That freezing keeps us confined to the comfort zone and we avert risk. We just want to stay the status quo. We don't want to do anything that might shake or rock the boat. And that freezing comes from a couple of different places. 
generally speaking, fear is the response from the, the lower mental or the monkey brain, the limbic system. All stuff that I talked about in great detail in episode four with the basics of the mind. So if you haven't listened to that, that might be worth listening to. In that, that lower limbic, lower mental limbic system idea, you have, it's responsible for the fight, flight, or freeze response. And a lot of that really is just generally to, to keep you safe physically, but also socially. The thing about it, like from a social aspect, right? It causes hesitation. It causes you to have hesitation so that you might not do something that's embarrassing because there's perceived value in social status. We, we all do have that value. There is that perceived value. One of the places that that perceived value of, of social status comes from is through the strength in numbers. Strength in numbers keeps you alive. If you have if your group is bigger than the other group, it's going to be less threatening to you in your situation if your group is bigger than the other group. We see that all over human history. So why are we not evolving past that, right? We ought to evolve past that. We can evolve past that as being such a driving factor to the way we operate. So let's examine that for a bit. Because to me, understanding understanding things is what oftentimes helps me overcome it. So what does fear of failure really look like? There's a couple of different things that it might look like. It's going to look like, and it can look like, a reluctance to try something new. We're not going to try something new if we fear failure. It, new things are always more difficult than things that we're proficient at, that we've done it a lot. So it, a fear of failure can and will very much look like it, us avoiding new things, things outside of our comfort zone, things that we haven't done with or are familiar with. There's a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors that can come from the fear of failure, which can be procrastination, excessive anxiety, and failure to follow through on goals. Like, I'm not going to pursue that goal. I'm just, I, I give up, I quit because I can't get there. I, I fear that I can't get to that point. And, or if I try and I don't get there, what will I look like? I'll look like a failure. Well, that might decline my social status things of that nature. So we instead freeze and have lack of action lack of action and we don't follow through in the pursuit of that goal. Another way it can look like is is that low self-esteem or confidence that I'll never be good enough. I'll never be good enough to reach that goal. I'll never be good enough to be able to do those things, to be able to edit audio for a podcast. Like that Low self-esteem, that low confidence, that really creates a lot of freezing, a lot of inaction. And again, that inaction, that fear of failure, is not going to help us create the experiences that we desire. Perfectionism can be another form of fear of failure, right? If we're only going to do and try things that we can finish perfectly, we might not try them at all right? Like we, there's, there's a lot of times that we avoid things that we're not going to be so perfect at. And a lot of that just gets tied into what is successful and what isn't successful and not necessarily having a clear definition or a conscious definition of success. Where does that fear of failure come from? Right? Again, it's coming from the lower mental or the limbic system, that fight, flight, or freeze response. That's responsible for your survival, for your health, your physical health. But again, as we talked about, it is that social status, so it's linked to that. How important is that to you? 
like recognize and understand maybe that's not necessarily so important. Maybe I don't give a shit what this other person thinks about me if I make it to that goal or not make it to that goal, if I slip, trip, and fall along the way, whatever it may be. What do you care about? Define that value. Define that social status. Be, be conscious and aware of it. There's definitely a certain bit of fear of failure that can come from traumatic event, too, that a person had experienced. This often can lead to a person doubting in their abilities. So they're not going to believe that they're, they're good enough to be able to do something like that. They're not worthy to be able to do or accomplish that. For many years, I feared engaging someone that I found attractive. And that was rooted in my fear of acceptance. I hadn't yet found myself and accepted myself, and that all stemmed from those events of being bullied as a child. So I'd put a lot of pressure on myself around it all, and I had a hard time taking no in any way other than personally. I I didn't think about the other person at all. I just thought about myself being rejected and what that meant for me. And so for many years, for a long time, I just I would just avoid it. I, I wouldn't even try. And, you know... Who knows how many opportunities or experiences I've could have had if I wouldn't have froze. And that holds true platonically and romantically. Like there's there are so many times when I feared rejection and acceptance from other people that it also just caused me to freeze in terms of trying to develop a friendship. And I I don't I I can't regret that, but I can look back at it and realize that and grow from that experience now. And that's the point. Another place that can come from is having unsupportive or overly critical parents can lead to some of that fear of failure, right? Being undermined or humiliated as a child can cause those feelings to carry forward into adulthood. Maybe we can take that another step further too. If we have unsupportive or overly critical friends or teachers, for example, that can that can play into it. We, we definitely hear and see a lot of times people as they get older fear failure because you know like there's the idea of nothing was good enough aside from like straight A's in school and there is like punishment from parents if they didn't get straight A's or different things of that nature and what that does it causes a bit of perfectionism it causes that it can lead to that person not wanting to try new things because they fear not being perfect at it they fear getting a B and not an A, right? They they miss that, so they freeze. They don't want to fail because it was never okay for them to fail in their childhood. So there's all different kinds of places that fear of failure can get rooted in and come from. And I, while I do find it helpful to understand that, there's there's no shortage of scenarios where that could come from. And so I think a lot of times, too, like not getting too overly obsessive with trying to find the root cause or where that really came from, because that in itself as well can cause paralysis. It can cause that fear. It can cause that hesitation. It can cause that inaction. So I think it's really important that in a moment where we might fear failure is to just be aware of that. Be aware that we have this fear of failure, not so much worry about where does this come from? Did this come from when I was five? Or did it come from that moment when I was 10 or something along those lines? Less about where it came from and just more being aware of it. And that 
you're having that fear of failure. Once we become aware of it, okay, cool. When we have awareness, then we can create change. Awareness is that that big driver and that big catalyst to create change. So when we become aware of it, we can acknowledge it, we can accept it, and we can start to apply various tools of sorts to help push us and overcome it. So let's talk about a few tools and ways and methods that we can use to overcome fear of failure. One of the biggest ones for me is perspective. I talked about the power of perspective in episode eight. So again, if you haven't listened to that one, that might be a good one for you to check back in on too. But perspective, we have to have the ability to redefine things, right? And change our perspective. There's a lot of different perspectives for any different given thing. What I see is not what could, what is going to be what you see. What I understand is not going to be the same thing as what you understand. We have two different vantage points. We see things through two different sets of eyeballs from a vast amount of different experiences that change our perspectives. So understanding that we have the ability to redefine things can help us change that perspective. So let's redefine something. Fear. What does fear mean? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Boom. There, we just redefined fear. False evidence appearing real. Well, cool. If I know if it's false evidence, then I can no longer choose to believe it. If I no longer choose to believe it, then I don't have to fear it. Another thing that we can redefine, failure. A lot of times we fear failure because failure is this big, bad, scary, ugly thing that if we fail, like we're going to be worthless. We're going to be less than. We're going to be unworthy. We're not going to be loved. We're not going to be cared for. We're not going to be seen, heard, or belong. Different things of that nature. No, 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 fuck that. Let's redefine that motherfucker right now. Failure is a learning opportunity. That's right. Failure, it is a learning opportunity. There's a lot of things that can happen and we can grow from and learn from in those moments of failure. So if it does happen, then it's just a matter of analyzing for areas of improvement, make the adjustments and own that shit, and then go out and and we can find something better and, and create something different. Success is a horrible teacher. Most of the time, if we do something and we, we succeed at it, we get done and we're like, oh, yeah, I succeeded. Ooh, go me. Silence. Crickets. Nothing. We don't look back at it and be like, what did I do to make that successful? No. So like we just, we don't know what we actually did, right? So failure is that opportunity to really look at and refine the process and make it better. And we can, at the end of the day, potentially succeed at a higher level. We have to, I think we benefit from considering different outcomes. What happens if you do succeed, right? What, what are the outcomes? If there are different outcomes, what happens if you do succeed? Because again, like success is, success is also something that can be defined in different lenses and different perspectives. So considering all the, the plethora of different outcomes can be really beneficial for breaking free from that freezing moment, breaking into action so that we don't fear that failure because there's there's multiple different outcomes. And success and failure can look different, but it's not a black or white thing. There's a lot of different spectrums that can exist, a lot of different outcomes. And I think a lot of times when we fear failure, we just look at the outcome of failure and what it looks like. But if we switch and look at what the different outcomes are, like what is success, what is 
what's a mix, mixture of success and failures along that way, we can create a lot of different opportunities and a lot of different possibilities. Another one is learning to change the negative thoughts into more positive ones, using affirmations. And when we catch ourselves thinking, oh, I'm not good enough to do that. I might not be good enough to do that right now, but I'm going to learn to be good enough at that. And I'm going to improve my skill set and I'm going to grow and be better. So changing those negative thoughts into productive ones. It doesn't have to be overly positive, doesn't have to be over optimistic, but it can be real. And the realness is, is you can grow, learn, and develop new skills. If you're fearing failure, what about looking at those worst case scenarios? Like, what what are the worst case scenarios? Let's let's be real and be considerate, let, and let's be real and consider them. We have to be aware of them. There, there's one of the things that comes to mind was Michael Phelps. I recall reading some things on Michael Phelps where oftentimes practiced and rehearsed and visualized things going wrong in a swim. And there is one race that he did where like his goggles flipped down and he couldn't see and he just swam the course with his eyes closed and knew like where he was at because he practiced it and visualized it and knew where he was in the course to do the wall flips and kicks, blah, 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 and ended up doing well. And I believe won the, won the race or something like that. But like, what are the worst case scenarios? Let's understand them. One, we'll understand them so that we can be prepared to handle them along the way. And then there's other ones that can help us break it down, right? Like, sure, there's there's instances where something legit to fear could come up in, in something that that is life or death scenario. But a lot of times they aren't life or death scenarios. So we can understand and connect with, hey, this really doesn't have that much risk or that much, like, there's not that much to fear here. There isn't a life or death scenario. So let's just fucking do it. And more often than not, the thing that we fear, it's really actually rather minimal. So if we can understand what that worst case scenario is, we can understand it's minimal and we can get the fuck over it and move on. Another another thing we can do is is have a contingency plan, right? Have multiple sources of of income, for example. If if you fear like a job change, we'll have multiple sources of income to try and uh, diversify have contingency plans for other things. I know that for me, that made my transition from engineering to coaching a lot easier for me because I'd already been coaching for a couple of years prior to the, the my engineering position being laid off. And that was a goal of mine was to get to the point where I could walk away from engineering early and just focus on coaching. And I had some opportunities come up with RTS and with Mike. And so like that created some diversity in my revenue streams so that when one of them went away, oh, the other one just kind of picked up and I was able to roll with it. And that makes life a lot easier. So, and it doesn't have to be just with a a career, just anything in general, have contingency plans along the way. What are you going to do if ABC happens? And just understanding, and that's where, right, like looking at different scenarios can come in handy. Because if we look at different scenarios, we can have contingency plans to handle those different scenarios and we're prepared and we have a plan so that can be really beneficial have that develop that be intentional about it being real here for a moment i'm like project unchained this podcast for example i had to combat a metric shit ton of fear when getting ready to do this podcast there is definitely a period of inaction for me there is definitely a period where i moved incredibly slowly before I got to the point where I started recording and putting myself out there. 
I had to combat a lot of rejection. Would anybody listen to me? Does anybody give a shit about what I have to say? All that kind of stuff. I'm not a popular dude. I don't have, I don't have millions of followers. Does anybody actually care what I have to say? There was a lot of different things going on in my head that were causing me to slow down and were causing me to be slow in action and fear that failure. Sharing a lot of my personal details, as as you've all heard, like that was scary. Like, do I really want to open up? Do I really want to start to share these details of my life with the world and anybody that tunes in to listen? Yeah, that, that is scary. What about not being able to produce something of quality? Right, I've definitely gone through some growing pains of quality. Anybody that's stuck with the show from from episode one to now can hear that clear difference that there's upgrades that have been occurring and happening throughout the course of the show. And so, like, can I do that? Am I capable of that? I've never edited audio before. I'm not an audio engineer. I don't know shit about microphones. Like, there's so much to learn. And so there's two really big things I did and used a lot to like combat some of that stuff and help push me and keep pushing me forward, even though a lot of times I was moving slowly moving forward, but I was still moving forward. So I had to keep the frame of reference in mind, always in mind, that this is an opportunity to learn something new and different. The editing audio and creating marketing, like those are things that are both new and scary to me. And when I opted to look at them as learning opportunities, that opened me up to receiving the experience for what it was going to be. And I was in a better place to be open and move forward rather than being scared and being locked in an action. So that's one of the big things, right? Let's, let's make sure, I want to make sure that that's clear. When, I, when we look at something as a learning opportunity, we become open to the experience to what it's going to be. And when we're open to that experience, we can have forward moving action and we're not stepping back and freezing with inaction in our comfort zone. Learning opportunities are huge. And as well, I thought if this effort helps even just one person from taking their life or helps one person to be brave to embark on their healing journey as I've experienced, man, what a fucking epic win. Like that to me, that's success. That's one of the measures of success success. There's been a whole bunch of things that have happened for me in experiencing this and working through this process. It radically enriched my life. And so that's success. I've made connections and met new people and new friends as a result of this effort. I've connected with other people on a deeper level that has enriched my life, that has added value to their life and their experience. That's success. And then I think about it too, like especially when I consider the possibility that One person that I've impacted will also impact others in their renewed sense of self. Man, now I'm having a ripple effect. Now I just threw a rock out in the water and and splashed and there's waves going across to to reach everybody. And and that that ripple effect is going to be far wide and reaching. And stuff like that really keeps me motivated. Stuff like that helps me really combat the fear And one other thing that I want to add to in closing this that that I look at is like perspective, right? Perspective. I, I very much do everything I can to keep an open mind as I go through this to learn and grow and expand. And part of that is part of that perspective is the idea that I'm not out here trying to change anybody. I look at myself and consider myself as a, a gardener of planting seeds and I'm, I'm just sprinkling seeds of ideas out there. 
And those ideas are going to land where they need to land at the right time and mature and germinate and cultivate at the right time for that person when they're ready. And some of the seeds of ideas are going to sit well with others and not so well with others. And, and that's just the way it is. We're a rich, diverse, broad human diversity is so interesting to me. And like that helps me as well combat fear failure uh, starting to find all kinds of stuff as i keep talking like that like that too like the diversity like holy crap like there's such a plethora of experiences for us to experience out there and i want to have them i want to have them i think about where my life was at before many years ago where i was constantly frozen in fear of failure and i was just like i'm just going to live my life in this comfort zone and play video games and watch tv and football and just do the status quo and i wasn't really having the enriching experiences like doing this podcast and connecting with people like being able to have some of these conversations that i've had and shared with you and some of the ones that i have had that i i didn't record and i haven't shared but i wouldn't have those experiences if I had not created openness in myself to have them to move past that fear of failure and be okay with failure be like change those perspectives and define it what does it mean to me what do I want it to mean so I suppose that's a quite a quite a rant on on things that I'm starting to ramble on so I'm gonna wrap it up you know again I just I super appreciate you all joining me I hope that you're getting as much out of tuning into these episodes as I'm getting out of creating them. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out. I love conversing with those of you who are checking in and, and listening to the show and hearing what you get out of it and always open to other ideas. If there's something you'd like to hear me chat on, definitely shoot me a message. I'm totally open for episode ideas as always. So thanks again, y'all. A quick note about the Project Unchained podcast. I'm not a doctor nor a therapist. I'm just a driven guy who has seen firsthand what this healing journey can do for the quality of a person's life experiences. The ideas and concepts I share with you are a result of my own ongoing journey and that of my guests. I truly want you to live a more free and empowered life. This is my gift to you. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if the tools you've learned have helped you, please consider leaving a review so that this show ends up higher in search results. By doing that, you can help me help others get unchained. If you know someone who specifically would benefit from today's episode, please share it with them directly. If what I'm discussing on the show resonates with you and you'd like to chat, please do reach out. I respond to all messages. You can find me on Instagram at Ross.Lepola, and I'm on Facebook, Ross Lepola. My email is in the show notes. Lastly, I want to give a special thank you to my very talented cousin, Galen Lee, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and Violinscratches.com. Until next time, I hope you live your life a little more unchained.
give yourself, but don't give yourself away.